and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 140 for the week of November 19th, 2018. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded yep. each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites. Space shit, man. All around the world. We getting one of those SpaceX rockets, I heard. We might. I gotta connect, though. Yeah, right into your listening device of choice. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo, and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. What you got on my body, homie? 140, man. Oh <laughs> 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 well, yeah, we gotta put when the go comes on. Oh my oh, god! No, we're gonna yeah, we, yeah, we got cease and desist. <laughs> Uh, maybe we can like become friends with E40. Oh, that I would love would, to have would E40 a as a friend. Yeah, on the show sometime. That would be a dream. He said the other day he showed us the the hot ones hot episode, ones, yeah. and he was like, um, "Let's put it together like the weather." And I was like, "Damn, that's good. <laughs> like, that's so fly." He's the architect of like most of the slang that we use. For sure, that's crazy. For shizzle. <laughs> yeah, all that shit. It's it's just slaps. Yeah, it's just slapping, homie. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, besides that, though, what's going on, brother? Chilling, man. Just uh, slowly uh, dying. My sinuses are I mean, fucked up, man. Aren't we all? <laughs> I don't know how to fix sinuses. If you guys have any home remedies uh, to fix my fucking this is this isn't a home remedy, but um, I, pot? I got this uh, menthol like stick. Mm-hmm. And you like it's like a it's like a popper. Mm-hmm. You like you pop off the cap and you go. <laughs> you look like a fucking weirdo and you sniff it. And for me, it's just like, whoo! It's like a hit of menthol and that shit clears shit up right away. Yo, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that miming was hilarious. It's ba- I know I got to bring the video show back. <laughs> it's basically like the the shit that my grandma used to always have. I don't. Also, did your did your mom or or, or grandparents ever have like random little like tiny uh, like metallic uh, little like cap screw cap things with like paste like like tiger bomb and shit like that probably my grandma always had that shit yeah so it reminds me it's basically like vix vapor yeah it's just like the just like wow shout out to the person driving past my apartment right that now. that was insane yeah yeah there's a uh, the, the treble all the way <laughs> yeah no uh, bass <laughs> um yeah man what about you how what you been up to i see um, you were like tromping around this week man. yeah a little bit here and there uh, i went to anime nyc that was that's, in- what, that's what i'm saying that was interesting. Uh, I got to I got to go a little bit on um, Friday after work, just for like right. a couple hours. We went to like the actually funny enough, I have more fun in the artist alley than I do like in the main convention floor because like the main convention floor is like shit that you could find pretty much anywhere, mm-hmm. but it's marked the fuck up. And it's cool though because you get to see like um, there are like performers, there's like music, they're like uh, really cool. Like you can you could probably find DVDs and stuff you wouldn't normally find, and they're like arcade Exclusive machines. Yeah, like really important. You want an exclusive pop vinyl? Yeah, from yeah. the '80s. You want some <laughs> city pop? You can find it there. But um, some pretty cool stuff, and also like a lot of promotional shit. So you go, you get the free swag, and like, so, so you know, it is fun in that sense, and just seeing like it's funny because like I ha- I have moments where like you'd pass by the like the little tiny stage where they're like blasting j-pop and there's a girl performing in the crowd there's a there was fucking dudes like <laughs> raving yo like there was one dude who had glow sticks in his hand and he was like if someone got near him he would have like knocked them yeah. out because he was like swinging his arms out loud yeah and uh i like that type of passion and a little bit yeah so like my immediate gut reaction was like look at this fucking <laughs> loser but then my you're other like, side you're in his world man yeah the other side of me was like no but you know what you danced you're their fucking heart out because yeah, you're here this is your safe space word. you're with your people you do you do the As best I'm saying, like anime fans are like they're interesting they're interesting, <laughs> they're yeah, interesting. I, this is a girl i work with and it was mad funny because like i guess it was on friday right <laughs> She she usually dresses like she puts wigs on all the time. Oh, okay. like, like anime style wigs and she like wears cool. like cat 
ear oh, hands okay. and stuff like that. Sure. Like, she's a real cool chick, but uh, <laughs> one of the security guards was like, oh, you going to the anime show? She was like, duh. And he was like, <laughs> and he was just, like, so taken aback. He was like, you dress like that all the time. I know. I like, know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. This could be just, like, your regular night. Who knows? It was so funny. Like, the way that interact, I was dying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. Like, Jesus, Frank. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, it, it was interesting. And then, oh, God, oh, we just had a weird uh, buzz Eric in our Andre ears. Shit. Uh, <laughs> yo, you should see the bootleg setup we use it's it's not that impressive actually but um yeah no it, it was cool though like overall it, it was pretty cool um uh it's it's always a good time and, and we got a couple bought a couple things here and there some stickers some like prints from like really really talented yeah, artists those are sick man yeah i'm like really happy to frame them and put them on my wall because like, i framed them because i don't know I, I think it just it looks better like presentation wise also just kind of helps preserve them i guess True. um no, but that was fun. Um, we did try to like play this card game. There was like a card game there. I'm probably gonna put them on blast because like I think they were the only card game there. But fuck them, because uh, I was like, oh, like, I want to, I want to learn this thing. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, can someone teach us how to play? I thought that was like you know a regular question to ask because you're at a convention and like I was assuming that like this was a thing that you're promoting. Right. Maybe you want to attract new customers. So I'm like, yeah, can we learn? I'm like with Yang, my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, uh, can we? can we play can we learn how to play and they're like yeah they like were like kind of like like no one had asked them that and they like scrambled to set, like set up a, a thing with two chairs like but there were like there was mad space like there yeah. were people playing it i guess i guess this is a popular game i don't know what i've never fucking called? seen it before i forgot what it was called <laughs> i've never fucking <laughs> seen it before it left a bad taste in your mouth huh? it left a real bad taste in my mouth so then we sit down and then like there's a like fucking dude who's like half paying attention to us trying to teach us how to play it convention floor is mad loud right and then someone would come up and start talking to him and he like would forget about us. And I was like, after like five minutes, I was like, Yang, let's, let's, let's get the fuck yeah. up out of here. So we just got up and we were like, I was like, you know what? I'm good, man. I'm, 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 I was just like, so like, yeah. ugh. so we just got up and left. And there was like a couple of the other staffers like, look, like, like what's wrong? Like, what, what, you know, I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> like, you can't look, teach me how to play this yeah, shit. Like, what is this about? I guess, I guess it's for everyone who already knows how to fucking play that game. Yeah. That's my, that's always my fear about like shit like that like i i used to feel that a lot at like comic-con like when it started getting out of the comic realm yeah. and more into like entertainment yep so like those are all like these different the very specific niche yeah like <laughs> groups yep and that's like their thing so they know yeah all yeah, that yeah. stuff so if you're coming in just to like be a part of it you feel so like alien you're like oh yeah. man and like you know there were people there that were probably probably playing for like hours it smelt like it um That's another and, thing I don't yeah <laughs> so we were like sitting there like trying to figure it out and then after like five minutes i just had enough and i was like yeah you know i'm good man That's thank right, you though move. i was like appreciate it i was like i think it's just a little too it's hard to focus right now so we're just gonna keep it moving we, we might be back later i just kind of gave him that little and he was like oh okay yeah yeah no problem and then we just got up we're like i'm well i'm never going back there <laughs> Fuck that. Like, game. you guys lost the sale i'm playing Yu-Gi-Oh from now on <laughs> word but it but otherwise other than that it was actually pretty cool um but like i said bought a couple of things and um it was just it's just fun like i yeah. think i think if um if you're really into it and you really want to go to the panels and you want to like take advantage of like mm-hmm. the after parties and stuff like this is pretty cool like I, i'm excited to see where it goes from here but i was also like i'm also have, have that comic-con fear of like oh my god what if one day because it doesn't even take up the whole like javits center right. it doesn't even take up like you know how comic-con takes up the Everything, entire javits right. center mm-hmm. this just takes up like the main the the, the left hall yeah that big and that's it not even the second one not even like down the stairs downstairs i think there's like panels and stuff 
And then there's like artist alley is where usually in Comic-Con is where the press room is. Like when you go upstairs. Oh, so it's like, oh, all right there. It's all right there. So it's pretty, it's pretty small, relatively speaking. That's cool. Um, which is nice. It's like a nice intimate feeling. I know Saturday was packed, but I'm curious to see where it goes down the road. Cause like, you know, who knows if it winds up becoming like just a Japan themed mm. thing or if it becomes like, cause they, there were some video games there. There were card games. So who knows? They might incorporate more stuff. I don't know. But, um, it was pretty cool. Other than that, um, uh, this weekend is Thanksgiving week. It is. Or this week is Thanksgiving week. You got plans? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go back home, stuff my face with food, and then go buy stuff that I don't need. So I'm looking forward to <laughs> oh, buying. Oh, yeah, that's your tradition, right? That's our tradition, yeah. yeah. So I'm, um, this week, though, I'm, I'm definitely buying myself a Pixel 3. Those are going on sale already. Nice. Yeah, so I'm finally going to jump on that. And I don't know. If, I might either get a uh, PSVR or a 4K TV. <laughs> Mm, so I'm, I'm trying to debate yeah so i mean because the psvr bundles are pretty good they're like there's one that's like 200 bucks and it comes with moss and uh what's the other one i'm forgetting astrobot oh t- oh really 200 bucks didn't that just come out yeah wow pretty fucking good deal and i mean i'm, I'm mostly getting it for te- for tetris effect yeah right um but yeah what about you are you are you have any fun plans are you gonna buy anything expensive no i never partake really in uh, black friday yeah i had a bad experience like a long time ago and it was just like i'm never doing that again but i mean black friday has evolved into something completely different now it's like it's like a whole month yeah and they also like open like during regular hours yeah so it's like that's true 11 o'clock you don't have to like door buster yeah you don't have to like yeah wait until fucking Literally 7 a.m. or some shit. Like that's that. unbelievable. Yeah, that that was like my last experience with Black Friday. I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah, that's that's, that's absurd. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I just go to my uncle's house. We were just drinking, man. Nice. Like my mom was like, I'm not gonna cook this year, and we were, she uh, which is like not a big deal. We like just order some Chinese food or some shit. Yeah, that's what we like. We just chill anyway. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. If she doesn't want to work, you know, that's fine. It's a lot of work. It is. <laughs> it's a lot She's of work. She's usually the only one that cooks. So, like, Shit, that's hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're just going to be chilling, man, drinking. So if you're in Queens, hit me up, man. Yeah, I might hit you up. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that, that's pretty much it for the most part. Uh, other than that, just been playing uh, actually a, a fucking yeah, you got lot of mix this. of video games. I, uh, I've been playing Usual Suspects, a lot of Black Ops, Yeah. mostly multiplayer. I haven't been playing a lot of Blackout lately, but I've been playing like... Multiplayer with a Guardi like every night. Oh, nice! That's like our tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like cursing at twelve-year-olds. I I played a little bit of it with Irv earlier this week. Yeah, and we played the Nuketown map, and we played like it's chaotic. It's so chaotic. We played um, Kill Confirmed and Domination. Yeah, and like just Deathmatch, and I like it. But then we switched to Blackout, and I was like, oh god, this is so much like so much better. I like it so much more. Yeah, but but it is still good though. Like regular multiplayer is still solid. No, I'm I haven't, like I'm having a lot of fun with it, even like the arcadiness i'm used to it yeah and like the frustration of like how did he see me the quick <sighs> quick scopes yeah man oh my god he died so immediately annoying. yeah <laughs> that noise is just so annoying that like <laughs> fuck um yeah i've been playing a lot of that uh moonlighter of course oh, it's so really good god, it's, it's so hard good. though i feel like the difficulty spike like in the second dungeon just goes like extremely up oh yeah they, i mean they want you to grind out and make runs basically but uh it's just really hard i'm like oh this is actually really tough yeah i'm getting to the end of the first dungeon okay and i'm in that loop now of like oh yeah it's clicking again like yeah yeah like okay even like the when you learn that like 
I, I forget that I can sell shit when I'm in the dungeon. Mm-hmm. So I could just get rid of shit right, and get better shit. And then when I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm out of here. And then I, I leave and then like I sell stuff. I do like multiple days worth of Have shit. Have you unlocked that portal that lets you keep your spot? Yeah. That's like my number one tool. Like I use that a lot to just. It's a lot of money out. though. It is, but it's also like really worth it because like if you can get out with some rare shit, like you make that money like. Triple, yeah, that's you know? true. So that's true. I always make those runs, like make sure I'm full, full up and then make those runs and then being really strategic with the items that are special like you can only place them at the bottom of your bag or the left of your bag or if you um whatever's like diagonal from it will break once Mm -hmm. you bring it back you gotta be like really cool i love doing that stuff see i don't really like that so much i love it i I feel like that the game goes a step too far with that where i'm like okay i gotta do this inventory management thing yeah i usually don't like inventory management especially in like call of duty or some shit but like and this, I don't know why. I like. I really enjoy. It. I like the really mundane selling and like dropping the prices, the ironing them, huh. like putting out oh, the, that the sale box. And that shit. I love. Like, yeah, I love yeah. That stuff. But when I'm in the dungeon, I'm like, oh fuck, okay, yeah. I gotta fucking put this on the left, and then <laughs> oh shit, the thing that's diagonal is gonna get destroyed. Um, that's a little too far for me. But yeah. um, other than that, though, I, I actually really, really like that game. It's definitely like one of my favorite games of the year for sure, without for question. Too. Yeah. It did. It, it originally came out this year, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, like cool. in the spring. I wasn't sure if it was like uh, last year, but no, I think it was like February or March. Okay, uh, and then I've been playing uh, Red Dead. Jump back into that heavy because I I've been like neglecting it last week, but yeah, I played a lot this morning. Uh, yeah, I fucking love this game, man. It's like, good. It keeps convincing me that I like it like more than I that the disc the likes outweigh the dislikes by far yeah me. yeah it, it like as much as you want to be like i'm kind of done with this it'll do something where you're like fuck yo i i turned it off this morning right i was like let me just like watch some tv and like eat so like as soon as i was done eating i was like i really want to play again like <laughs> oh wow yeah and i like turned it right back on it was like it was so weird uh, but i've been having some really cool experiences with this game like really funny shit like the game gets wackier and wackier yeah like i'm i really haven't been playing a lot of the story but i have like dabbled in it a little bit and i i appreciate what the hell the story's doing because it's building on these characters that were fairly shallow yeah you, know, you realize how shallow john marston was like oh yeah from the first game you're like oh, oh we yeah. didn't know him at all like <laughs> no man he was like very uh much in place of the character of the player you know he was just like a stand-in for the player or whatever proxy you should say um but now he's like a full-fledged thing and I got to this part where it, like, really expands his story and where he decides to become a family man. Like, this huh. one kind of part in the story where he's, like, leaning more into, like, not being a deadbeat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Because, like, you see him still struggling trying to, like, teach Jack in the in the original Red Dead. Right. So it's like all that stuff. He's still conflicted with all that stuff. So. I, I got to say, though, I don't, like, I don't like the voice actor for Jack. No. Oh, my it's God. It's too baby. Like, I know it's like what is this a fucking fifties cartoon? Yeah, like it's, it's weird. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a, Mr. It's a, Morgan. Yeah. It's like oh God, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, but I had some really cool like white dot experiences. Mm. Me and Ray were talking about them last night, and he was he was like, "Let's frame it in like we won't talk about story, but let's share our, our white dot um, experiences." And we were just like shooting them back and forth. Oh man, it's so fucking funny, man. That's some awesome. of the shit is just like amazing like i suggest never using the uh fast travel oh yeah yeah yeah. like don't use it uh yeah have you like uh continued with the serial killer stuff 
No, but so I, I've actually kind of done the opposite of you or like this past week, I've taken a big break from it because mm-hmm. I was starting to get a little fatigued because I was like just mainlining the story, just right. beasting through main plot points. And I feel like that's not the way you play this game. The way you play this game is like, all right, I'm going to take my time with this. I'm going to really like, it's it's got to simmer. Yeah. You don't just fucking flash fry, you know, pan sear it. You got to let that shit like over the right. whole day. For sure. Um, trying to come up with more cooking metaphors. <laughs> Smoke it out back in the crock barbecue, crock shit. pot it, slow cook it. Um, <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I've like I've just kind of stepped away from it just to give myself a, a, a bit of a break. Yeah. Also, there are just like a couple other games that I've been spending way more time with at what the moment. Uh, oh, you done with RDR two? Yeah, I mean it's pretty much more of the same. I mean, I just really fucking love it. I've, yeah, I've no, no, it's good. Doing some really cool shit, um, despite of its shitty controls. Yeah, um, but earlier in the week, I um, there, a story came out that if you hit level fifty in Tetris Effect in Mystery Mode, if you activate it, there, it unlocks like a Game Boy level. So I haven't gotten level fifty yet, but I've been like grinding away to get to level fifty overall. And um, wait, so you just have to reach level fifty? Yeah, like overall, so you can, oh, you, you can get okay. those points in any any way you want. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but like the the higher you get, like the the harder it is to get like you know bigger points. So it just really is a grind, but. Um, I missed this week's uh, weekend ritual. I think it was like... Oh, that's the group thing where yeah, everybody plays? Yeah, it's, oh, it's really cool. So I, I might even have like an hour left, but I probably won't get get a chance to do it. But I've been playing a little bit of Tetris Effect, uh, more Tetris Effect. Uh, like you mentioned, Moonlighter. Uh, Battlefield Five, I think, is officially out. It has like a weird release schedule. It was out for people who like pre-ordered the special bundle or whatever, mm-hmm. like a week or so ago or more than that. But I've been playing it for a while now since, the, since it was available for those people. And um, it's interesting. Like I was talking about a little bit off air before we started recording, but it's really good. Mm. <laughs> I actually really, really like it. I like it more than I think I liked Battlefield One from I think the jump. A jump. lot of people have that same sentiment. Yeah, yeah, because it's like it definitely. Uh, there are some improvements to weapon handling and like gunplay, uh, and you can you can feel it right away where it doesn't take as long to to down somebody. Like it, it kind of just happens almost immediately, um, depending on where you land your shots, of course. But um, there are like a, a nice amount of changes to the multiplayer. I also made a video for Kotaku like that kind of explains some tips. Like I made five tips for Battlefield yeah. Five. Um, so they kind of like explain like spawning is completely. It's almost basically removed from the game now. Where like Wait, what? Uh, you can spot people. Oh, spotting, spotting. spotting right, yeah. I didn't hear what you said. So if you ha- if you're the recon class, you ha- there's a spotting scope. You can't shoot, but if you're using the scope, you you'll just tag everybody you see. Um, and there's a flare too, right? There's a flare you can shoot, and it'll highlight everybody. But if you're everybody else, the only way you can spot individual people is if you're shooting at them. So you have to be suppressing them, and then they show up for a little second, and then they go away. I love that. It's really cool, right? And but then if you hit the spot button, or I think it's Q on on the keyboard, it just drops a marker on the ground. So it it tells your teammates, hey, over here over in the trees. Here, right. There's, There's people something. here. Yeah. There's people here, but I, can't I can't tell you, tell exactly. you yeah. exactly. So it, it requires your teammates to pay more attention. And it doesn't just give them like these little red Doritos to shoot at, which I think is actually kind of nice. I know people have been really like disliking it online, but I think it's only because it's like new and it's more difficult that people are just kind of like not enjoying it. I would like that. Like the idea of it. I've, I've seen a lot of gameplay lately. I've pretty much been watching a lot of it. And yeah. uh, it just feels like you can be more tactical. You can yeah. go on these like kind of stealthy missions yeah. and you can flank people. Like yep. otherwise, like it's just like you're getting spotted. The planes are killing you. Yeah, man. You know, like, yeah, ugh. dude. Yeah. So that's no longer an issue now, which is cool. Um, ammo and stuff has been improved a little bit where like the assault class has a perk where um, you can collect ammo from downed enemies, mm-hmm. which is kind of cool. 
but it do, it does still require you to like make sure you grab a pack of ammo before you leave like a, a base or whatever or make sure you know you're constantly looking for an, a support player everyone has to be way more in sync with each other everybody mm-hmm. can revive anybody but the medic class is almost like instant revive mm-hmm. it takes a little longer if you're not a medic there are class specializations now they used to be like um they used to be called class specializations now they're called i think combat roles so if you want your medic or your assault player i forget which one it is if you want them to be more like vehicle oh right yeah you know like they'll they like take less damage from explosions or they, mm-hmm. they get don't get suppressed as easily or they could be more infantry focused or like i don't know it, there's like little perks that they can that they yeah, can, i remember those from the other yeah they're like yeah, constant yeah. but then on top of that your guns now have ranks so the more you use guns the more you can unlock these little like, skill trees for your guns which are kind of interesting so like it'll reduce recoil it'll like you know, improve like reload times or aim down sight times. That was my biggest uh, gripe with it uh, in the beta. Mm. Like the skill tree, I mean, the weapon trees, like the upgrades, didn't seem to have any negative effects. Did yeah. you, are there negative effects now? Not that I know of, no. Oh, that's, that's kind of a bummer. Because you want, like, you, you should be making a choice. Like, it should be. Well, you do, though. I mean, but like, if I pick uh, ready, uh, aiming down sights faster. The, the opposite side should be kind of something very opposite of that. Like, I should have, like, more stability mm. on that side. So I'm giving up one or the other, you know? Like, it, sh- yeah. it, didn't, it didn't feel like that to me in the beta. So I, I wonder if they, like, kind of addressed that. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't gone through each one. Yeah. But the ones that I have gone through were, like... So there are two rows, mm-hmm. or two columns, rather, of, like, skill trees. And sometimes you can actually, go like, progress right. from one to the other. Right. And then sometimes you can cross streams and go to the other column. But I haven't seen, I mean, sometimes they're different. So it's like reload faster or aim down sights faster mm-hmm. or like less recoil or like, I don't know, uh, better suppression. So like you do have some trade-off where you're like, oh, I could have had that, but maybe I want this instead. So it is kind of nice. It doesn't it does incentivize you to like, if you like a gun, stick with that gun. Mm-hmm. The one thing I do think is a, is a major improvement over Battlefield 1 is it, like from a UI sense is it doesn't show you everything that's possible to be unlocked. It just shows you what you are, what you have already. So as you, and you can check, there's like a, there's a menu option where you can go to like progression mm-hmm. and you can see the, the road to like whatever gun you want. Okay. That's level eight or that's level 10, but it doesn't show you that from the selection screen. It just shows you what you have. So it doesn't. Yeah. Which is nice. This is nice. Cause it's like, cause it used to be overwhelming. Play, yeah. yeah. It used to be so, yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> I'm just going to pick this gun and I'm going to stick with it. And who knows, maybe over time I'll learn to love it. And I have in some ways. Um, even vehicles have uh, the, those those uh, specializations, so you can like unlock faster turning speeds, or like higher rate of fire, or you know, cooldown is faster. So that's pretty cool. So it, it like definitely rewards you for picking a thing and like sticking with it. And um, yeah, I think that uh, what's it called? Um, what's that mode? The one with like the huge battles, right? With God. the tides of not tides of war. Uh, <sighs> But I know what you're talking about, yeah. Oh, man, I forgot what it's called. Where it's like spans. Yeah, it's like multiple days worth of shit. Um, I can't remember that. Oh, my God, I'm blanking on that name. But not Conquest. No, no, But no. that mode is where the, the game shines because those maps are, I feel like those maps were made for those modes because mm-hmm. when you play them on Conquest, you kind of feel like, oh, that's weird. Like, I keep getting flanked or like, I feel like I'm too exposed. Conquest definitely feels more like a free-for-all, which, is, which can be kind of fun if you want to dip in for like 20 minutes, but... Um, the other mode, which I'm fucking forgetting what it's called. <laughs> I can't remember either. That's the one that is like really worth playing, I think. But if you have the time to put into it, because mm-hmm. it definitely does feel like this tug and war where you're like going back and forth, and and there are even like additional objectives now that are cool. Um, but yeah, and, and then uh, in addition to that, the war stories are, make their return. Um, 
one of them I fucking hated. The snow one? <sighs> no, I actually got, I thought that one was okay. Okay. Uh, there was there was a British one where you're like in I think I think you're like in North Africa or something, and you have to take over like it it does the Far Cry shit. Oh. Where you're like take over this base and there's an alarm now don't don't like because then I'll get back up. And I broke it. Like the first one I broke, I, like I just got into a vehicle and just ran people over. I never shoot it. I didn't shoot anybody. I just kept running people over. <laughs> and it was so like not fun. Yeah. It, it doesn't like I don't play Battlefield to play Far Cry. I play Battlefield to play Battlefield. I play Battlefield to like rush a base with at least 10 people and take it over yeah. and defend it. I don't play it to be like the one guy. I don't play it to be fucking Solid Snake. Right. So that mo- <laughs> that level fucking sucked. The snow one was okay. It was more linear. It, it definitely felt more of like a Medal of Honor level, which is kind of cool. Uh, and then there was a third one, which actually I think was the best one. Um, you play as like these like uh, these soldiers from Senegal, I want to say. I think it's Senegal. Um, and it touches on some pretty like interesting themes of like racism within mm, the war. French army because mm-hmm. they were they were like they spoke French and they were you right. Know, Senegal is a, a territory of well, yeah of uh, France. Yeah. And they were fighting, they were helping them fight, but they were still being treated as like second class citizens. Mm. So you're like, oh, this is interesting. This is like one of the more interesting scenarios. But then it co- sort of just like devolves into <laughs> Dorito shooter. Yeah, just like <laughs> capture the point. We did it. We're heroes. Like, America, like you know, not America, but it's like war, like heroes. And like, mm. sh- that's cool. But um, yeah, the, the war stories are not why you come to them. I think they're, they're weaker than Battlefield 1s, but. The, the the crazy thing is it's also like i want to preface this also by saying that the multiplayer is pretty buggy mm-hmm. like the, every once in a while you'll kill somebody and they do, they do like they get flung <laughs> into the air and you're like oh that was weird they get stuck in the wall and they get like, stuck in a wall or you're trying to climb a little bank of snow and you can't do it so it does have its bugs and it gives you the impression that like oh they, they must have like maybe they ran out of time or hopefully there's a patch that that will come and fix it but there's definitely like a foundation here for it to be to be one of the better battlefields that have been out in a long time um and i think if you're if you're super into battlefield jump into it now because i feel like you're gonna really appreciate those changes as they happen Mm -hmm. but if you're like kind of lukewarm on battlefield or maybe you're not even that interested in battlefield like i'd say maybe wait like maybe wait until there's They'll like a better deal the this year. or like the maybe wait until to see what tides of war or not tides of war um firestorm i think is what it's called like their battle royale i'm very curious to see what that looks like right um because that that's going to be releasing next year, next year. early so, next year, right? i think early next year so it makes me hopeful for battlefield 5 but it's it's so interesting that like this is the first time as far as i can remember where like even, i've been playing battlefield 5 but i've also been playing on pc so i don't have any like pc friends yet um but I've been playing it uh, pretty consistently because I, I I still I miss that that uh, that variety of shooter. Um, I I don't think Call of Duty does it. Definitely. It's obviously it's a different game. It's right. a much different game. Which I I, I appreciate the shit out of it because yeah. you can go to them. It's not just like I'm just gonna buy that one. And yeah, they're different life. flavors. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I but I do find myself like like early, you know one of our friends will say like Hey, let's play Blackout. I'm like All right, I'm down. But um. It's good. I think I, I'm I'm really really into it, and I can't wait to see how it improves with patches and more DLC, more maps. I think it has eight maps at launch, which all feel very unique and, and pretty solid in my How's opinion. How's the uh, vehicle play? Because I think that was a down fault of like one Battlefield One. Yeah, like, it there's didn't feel great at all. Uh, I think like I, I've only messed with the tank a little bit. I'm terrible at flying a plane, especially especially on PC. You need to roll with me. <laughs> But I, um, so I haven't messed around with it too much, but yeah. the little that I have done, like it, it definitely feels more like 
what I was used to back in like, I don't know, Battlefield 3 or even 4 where it's like, if I see a tank, I can take out that tank. Mm-hmm. Like, Battlefield 1 for me was like, well, yeah, fuck that. guess I don't I'm have dead. Any charges or yeah, I guess I got to run away from this tank. Um, oh, one thing I forgot to mention too, real quick. There's a fortification mechanic now where like there's these, there's predetermined uh, things that you can build. So mm-hmm. you can build up these like sandbag walls, these barbed wire, these check hedgehogs, which I figured out what they were called um, that stopped the vehicles in the road. And it's actually really, really cool. So if you're playing um, Grand Operations is what it's fucking called. <laughs> God damn it. So if you're playing Grand Operations. Um, the eyes of a cat. Oh my God. That I feel so, that's so, uh, <laughs> that's so good, right? satisfying. If you're playing Grand Operations <laughs> and you're on defense. I think I peeked there. Um, if you're on defense, like, you know how usually like the, the like, let's say point B, mm-hmm. there's A and B and let's say you spawn at B. You know they're going to be coming from across this bridge, and there's a little river in the Amsterdam level. If but this the point itself is pretty exposed. It's like a, there's like a flag where they plant the bomb. You can uh, hit T on PC, and you you break out this hammer, and you can start building these like sandbag walls. These uh, again, these uh, um, barbed wire things. You can put he- uh, check hedgehogs to block the the roads for vehicles. And granted, though they can be blown up pretty easily, but it does hinder. It does hinder yeah. their progression, and you can use it. You can use it all for cover, especially the sandbag walls. So if like if your teammate falls, if he gets shot, you can run over to him and revive him. I love doing that. Oh in, uh, man, in the beta, it's like so building good. was so cool, and it's really cool. Like if you, especially if you're like a support class, totally. Like oh yeah, playing that role of like I'm just gonna keep rebuilding this shit, yep. and I'm gonna get my points. Yeah, and like it's another way to get points. Like that's what yeah. I love about Battlefield. There's always a role you can play without. If you're not the best at shooting, yeah, this you can always help. <laughs> you don't have to be like the 360 no scope, right. like get 40 Rambo. Yeah. yeah, you can be like, I'm gonna build sandbag walls and just like give everybody ammo for like the next 30 minutes. And I've actually been playing way more. This is the first time I can ever remember in a battlefield playing. I think I'm trading off between medic and support now. So, so the the also like the responsibility for like. Um, mm-hmm fighting vehicles has been sort of spread out evenly between the four classes now so it's not just like ng or assault or even just recon it's like it's everyone can sort of hold their own against them but i've been playing way more uh, assault because i can set up the sandbags put up the, put up the bipod and just shoot people from like even for suppression just shoot at them and um and even just like laying down these these sandbag walls and stuff like it it's amazing to have that much more covered to like duck behind yeah. or like heal real quick, reload. I also read that um, now, like during like conquests or like when you're capturing a flag, the closer you are in proximity to it, um, the faster it'll go. Ooh. So that's a cool new mechanic that they added. Yeah. Where it's like, you'll rally people together, get on top of the flag. Yeah. And then and build some sandbag. So walls. especially if, if you're playing by yourself and you don't have a good squad, right? You can cap a flag a little bit faster, right? If you're like, just let me go for it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like, there are like a bunch of these little tiny changes that all add up to a nice amount of things that you'll notice, especially if you've mm-hmm. played Battlefield in the past. And um, it's great, man. I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's the foundation for like a really good future for this game, and I hope it gets supported pretty well. But um, besides that, the last game that I've been playing, and this is a lot, but the last game I've been playing is is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. What? And I'm fucking loving it. Really? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? So it's so I didn't know that it was a remake of Yellow, mm-hmm. which was my first, my very first Pokemon. I and that one. so there, so I read Gita's review on the site on on Kotaku, and and um, she, she mentions uh, I've read a bunch of other reviews as well, but like hers was really really good. I, I recommend checking it out. But um, she had mentioned that like you know it's definitely not for 
veteran or like returning Pokemon players, it's a lot easier. And I was like, yes, it's like well, this is right great. That's yeah. right up my. That's for me because like I like Pokemon, but after like 15, 20 hours, I always put it down forever. What's the last one you completed? I don't. I don't think I've ever beaten a Pokemon. Not even yellow. No, really. Because like even yellow, when I first played it as a kid, I didn't know how to really play it. Mm. So I like I got a couple dungeons. I got a few dungeons. And then I remember just like moving on with my life. Like I don't remember ever finishing <laughs> well, let's go it. Back to Tetris mode. Yeah, and, and then I bought uh, Sun last time, Pokemon Sun. I didn't finish Moon. Yeah, and I like I got pretty far in Sun. I, th- I thought it was pretty good, but again, I just like eventually move on with my life. Mm-hmm. And this might even happen with Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. I was fortunate enough to not have to pay for it. I got a code, thankfully. Um, but. I'm actually so it definitely takes a lot of its cues from uh, Pokemon Go. So every time you encounter a Pokemon in the wild, first of all, you can see them, and you can like either avoid them or you can run to them, or they run into you, and it activates the the catching game. But you don't fight them. You don't have to fight them to like weaken oh, them cool. and then catch them. You just like you basically like bribe them with berries or, or fruit. Oh, like in the, the phone like game. like in the phone yeah. game. So you bribe them with the fucking food. And then you just catch them like that. You try to have, you have to like time it perfectly and catch them. And if you're playing it on your TV, what's interesting, I found, I was trying to play with my Pro Controller. You, you can't play with your Pro Controller. And I was trying to play with my two Joy-Cons. It doesn't let you do that either. You only play it with one Joy-Con. So I was playing with one Joy-Con. But after a while, I was like kind of just chilling, like relaxing, <laughs> my armor on the couch. And I was just like, I was like on my side, just like really relaxing and playing with one hand. Yeah. And like, Ripley at one point was like my cat was like like curled up next to me and she didn't mind but like every time you 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 encounter a pokemon you have to like with the motion controls you have to like throw the pokeball at the tv and even i think even that's kind of fun i think it's a pretty cool mechanic i think i mean i'm curious how i feel about it after like the 20 hour mark or whatever but so how's it work when you're in handheld you ha- you have to tap a oh okay yeah so um so yeah you don't fight them every time you only fight you only like battle whenever you're battling other Pokemon trainers out in the wild, like they'll stop you or if you're going to the gym, of course. And so every time you catch Pokemon, all of your Pokemon get XP. So you don't have to battle for them to like grind to, to let them level up and they learn moves that way. It's, it's pretty much your typical fare of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I love, so, I mean, Pokemon has been basically surviving off of or capitalizing on people's nostalgia for the past, however many fucking years it's been around and this game is like no different and i like love that about the game because like it's basically uh sort of greatest hits of pokemon and i can't i still can't get over how good it looks it's it bugs me out to see like high def 3d 3d models of like these characters and these towns and like even walking into the pokemon center like the, the where you go heal them even that like the jingle sounds more like the jingle sounds better, but they have like the, the old sprites on the screens. Oh, that's cool. Um, you know, like the characters look so good, look so clean. Like the art style is so like, it looks like a cartoon and I, I still can't get over it. Like, oh my God, this looks really good because I'm, I'm so used to seeing it on my fucking 3DS mm-hmm. or 2DS or Game Boy. Like it's always been handheld and seeing it, like being able to play it on my couch in my living room on my big TV. It's, <laughs> it's like, weird. this is weird. It's, it feels like a mod or yeah, something. I almost bought it yesterday and it was like 60 bucks. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like if you feel like that, maybe wait for like a Black Friday. I don't know. I, 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 I'm a sucker for buying Pokemon. Yeah. So like, I probably bought like almost every generation besides like the, the extra ones. But yeah, 
I've beaten a lot of them, but like in the, my later years, I just I don't have the, the spirit for it. Yeah, <laughs> I felt the same way, and and I, again, I doubt I would have bought it otherwise. And I, again, I'm this is a big asterisk for me, but like I got a free code, and I was like, I want to play this. Yeah, and seeing Pikachu on my screen, and it has the like thing brought over from I think Sun and Moon, where you get to like pet them. So you yeah. can like rub his tummy, and he laughs, and you can like give him a barrier, and you're like, that's so cute. Wait, so. uh Evie and Pikachu are like in your roster or are they just with you? Well, if you have Evie, she's in your roster. Mm-hmm. She she becomes your starter Pokemon. I think I don't know if you can choose the other ones, but um and if you have the Pikachu version, obviously you get Pikachu. But um they yeah, so they will start in your in your roster, but only one of them, depending on which one you choose. Okay. So it basically boils down to like which one do you prefer? It's just personal preference. Um But yeah, man, it's just like it's also like <laughs> it's not, it's gonna sound so funny, but like after playing like large chunks of red dead just like sitting on my couch running around as this like this happy young man (laughs) with my like cute little pikachu and a little hat right pet him and he giggles and i'm like running around and i battle pokemon it's like a good time fun jingles so colorful it's like it's always sunny it's never fucking nighttime in the swamp (laughs) where i might run across a body hanging from a tree (laughs) that's true it's like it's such a nice departure from that and i feel like um it's also like a really good it's a good mobile game. I mean, it's, it is the mobile game. Right. So, but it's also really cool to just be able to play it in my living room. It's just like the first time I've ever been play be able to play a console Pokemon. It's so interesting. Yeah. Are, so are they, is it just the original 150? I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. I've only encountered original OG so you Pokemon. Know all of them. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm, I know him. <laughs> yep. Sandshroom. I know that. I know that yep. one. Yeah. Diglett. That's yep. kind of cool. Yeah, I'm so, sure they'll update it like as it comes on because they've been doing that with the phone game. So yeah, yeah, and I've heard that uh, after the 20 hour mark. Oh, and there's also like Pokemon Go connectivity. Yeah, so is it made by Niantic? No, I don't think so. Huh. But there is Pokemon Go connectivity. I think you can like transfer over Pokemon. I believe. That's cool. I know you can trade between switches, um, but I haven't done that because like I don't. I'm not that. I don't go that hard with Pokemon, but. Um, Oh, I don't go that hard. That was good. I got to give myself credit there. But um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I just think it's like a good time. I think if you like, if you kind of been curious about it. Also heard that after the 20 hour mark, Gita told me it takes about like 20 hours to beat, which was another really? thing that I was like, oh, cool. That sounds That's great. Perfect. Yeah. It sounds perfect right up my alley. But uh, I, I think there was like a quote that Reggie, uh, if he's a from Nintendo said, Shout out to after, yeah, word, Brad would stand up after the 20 hour mark. That's when like the the real version of pokemon unlock so mm-hmm. if you're like a, if you're a veteran then it's like it, it kind of reminds me of like mario where like you play mario one through and then you're like there's a whole nother layer to mario yeah, it's like if the, you want it the uh battle park or whatever and the, the other games like once you mm-hmm. beat the elite four there's a harder mode where it's like other oh. trainers and stuff so that's cool you can go through and it's like infinite so so i mean i don't know I'm, i might not finish all the way through like i might this might be another pokemon that i like eventually let, walk away from that's cool it's very that's like good it's bait for me like i want it yeah but i know myself and i know i'll like put it down but that sounds yeah. really cool like it's fun yeah i saw it like someone was playing and they had like a, a snorlax they were like holding a snorlax like hold snorlax was holding them yeah basically yeah. i was like that's cool yeah you can just run around with a snorlax yeah so, so you can you can choose one of your pokemon in your in your in your like what are they called like your bag bag or your yeah. team or whatever and they can follow you, but if I think if it's a Snorlax, you like you hold on to him and you walk so around. Big, and he's yeah. so huge, so it's like, really cool. So cool. Yeah, it's really. I really want awesome. to walk around with a Magmar because his <laughs> forehead looks like a butt. <laughs> like, look at you that could, you could probably do that. Yeah, you could probably do that. Fucking Magmar. That's a weird looking po- Pokemon. Is fucking weird. 
Pokemon's fucked up when you think about it. Yeah, it is kind of. It's cockfighting. It's dogfighting yeah, the game. True. Yeah. So it's like, and then we're gonna like magically heal them, and they're okay, and we're gonna trap and enslave them in these balls. Love it. And if Charmander's tail goes out, he dies. <clears throat> Damn. Remember that episode? That's fucked up. It's fucked up. It was really scary for me as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, jumping into the news this week. Uh, this story, I, I saw an ad for it, and I thought it was like a fake. Yeah. I thought it was a fake it ad. fake to me. Yeah, but apparently uh, PUBG's coming to PS4 uh, dis- on December 7th. Keep it. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm so curious about this. So, basically, nah, PUBG's coming to PS4, and it's coming with some uh, pre-order bonuses. Like, there's a Nathan Drake outfit. There's Ellie's backpack from The Last of Us. Um, there are like, you know, themes and shit. I don't know. But it's interesting. Like, remember PUBG? Like, remember how big PUBG used to be? I think PUBG's so pretty big, too. I think it has a p- player base, but it's just so shittily supported, I think. Yeah, it makes me curious as to how it's going to run on PS4, I guess. Also, but like, mm. where does that put it now in, in the like, yeah, the in the rankings? Of, yeah. I think Fortnite's still on top. And I think, uh, I think PUBG's still up there, but I also think that um, Call of Duty has nice bones, man. That structure's there. And if they figure out some way to make console, like, the translation between picking up, like, a scope and stuff and directly getting that information to the player of, like, what does this do? Right. Putting it in your bag, like, how, like making that cleaner. I think they have, like, a smash hit because I love Blackout. Me too, man. So, like, you know, like, in PUBG, like, if you put, like, a a, a, a handle on your gun, it tells you exactly what it what that does to your gun. Right. In Call of Duty, none of that information is there. It's like, I guess this helps. I guess it's yeah. better. <laughs> yeah. I got, like a, like a, a right. fucking new barrel so for if, it? Okay. if you don't play a lot of multiplayer, you're not going to get any of that information. Right. So I think they need to just like clear that up a little bit, but it's it's solid. It's super solid. So yeah. I, I think PUBG is probably like trailing behind, man. Like what else is there? Is they have that um that uh, Overwatch clone. has a Paladins. Paladins, but they have the their... They have like a spinoff. Yeah, it's like that, Realm Royale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that's pretty good too. You know, and it, it, the other thing about Paladins is it's on Switch. It's on Switch. It's, it runs at 60 frames. So it's interesting that like we talked about before, right? Like how Black Ops and Call of Duty or Black Ops and Battlefield are like different flavors. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting to a place where like, I guess there's enough for everyone to eat. Like, Remember, me. bless you. Um, yeah, and it makes me curious about like, uh, I, I'm curious about Paladins because it's on Switch. I want to know how it feels to play it in handheld, particularly. Also, they beat Blizzard to the punch by releasing like the first Black woman character, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, you know, like a part of me felt kind of dirty about it, where it's like, oh, this company's clearly taking advantage of this gaping, like, missing thing here, um, and they're like, it's you know, hopefully for them it becomes a, a monetary bonus, right? But at the same time, like, I hope it does because it'll prove that, like, right. people want this shit. Right, right, like, right. Blizzard, why are you adding fucking hamsters <laughs> before black women in this game? <laughs> what the fuck? It's so bizarre to me. And I wonder, like, if they're, like, kind of like, should we even do it now? Because it's going to make it seem like we're only doing it. Yeah, like we're copycats now. Not even just copycats, but we're, like, we're only doing it because, so we won't feel bad. Oh, like, so we won't. You know, like yeah, yeah. It, now it looks like we're walking on eggshells. Like, I wonder if that's the conversations that they're having because, like, 
I think they still should do it. Totally. But I would definitely feel that way. Like if I was in the like, fuck, how do we fuck this up? Like if it was like genuinely like just whatever, yeah. you know, uh, looked over. And then they're like scrambling to like, should we just put one out? Like, it, I don't, I guess the optics of it would seem like, oh, it's like, just throw them a bone. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. I don't know. That's, it's interesting, man. Yeah, I shout mean. Shout out to Paladins. Shout out to Remember Paladins. Remember when it first came out? We were like, this, this fucking clone. This stupid. Yeah. But apparently it's, it's, apparently it's pretty good. It's got, it's got, it's like cult following, you know, like I, I, I've talked about how much I loved a Darwin project when it came out. I, I I didn't stick with it unfortunately, but like I think that's a really good take on the, the battle yeah. royale formula. I think it's Something fucking unique. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I think it's an awesome take on it, and I think it's coming. Uh, I think it's coming to Game Pass. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong that's about cool. that. Let me triple check that before I even say that. But I but I do think like if you have an Xbox, like give that a shot too. Like it, it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, but speaking of more Sony news, uh, Sony is skipping E3 next Surprise. year. Surprise! That PS5 is coming, dog. That's what I'm thinking, man. That like, PS5 is coming. They're like being hush hush about something, and you like you got to wonder what it is. Yeah, it, is it the PS5? Project P5, man. Sheesh. Um, yeah, I mean that makes sense that they're skipping E3. It's about time. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because like they, they won. <laughs> I know, right? At this point, they're like, "Look, man, we'll see you next time. Like, we'll see yeah. you with the next console, I guess, whatever." But it kind of makes you wonder, like, um, at least in terms of I don't know why I can't fucking zoom right now, but. It makes you wonder if they're if they're skipping just the actual main conference hall because you know how they have like Devolver Digital has a thing right. outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. EA has its thing like in another part of town. Who else has a thing outside of E three? Uh, if E three, I think a lot more now. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, we went to a couple that were like outside and I like the convention center because mm-hmm. so, because their statement says um, as the industry evolves, Sony Interactive Com- uh, Entertainment. Continues to look for inventive opportunities to engage the community. Um, but he said, as a result, we have decided not to participate in E3 in 2019. We are exploring new and familiar ways to engage our community in 2019 and can't wait to share our plans with you. So, does that mean they rent out uh, it probably something just else? Mean, yeah. Or could, do they do Nintendo Directs? It could mean that. Shit? Or it could mean like they're not doing a conference. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's true. You know, like we're not doing a conference. They probably do like the the Last of Us thing where they had like these tents and shit, like yeah. these really interactive things to show off some new games and stuff. Or a dude playing the flute, <laughs> a white dude playing Japanese flute. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that shit was Weird. ill. Yeah, um, yeah. So like, <laughs> I mean, I I think they're definitely gonna be there in some capacity, but I think they're, they're probably not gonna do a conference. They're like, we won, motherfuckers. I like know. this console war of this generation is over bring on the next wave i mean like xbox should have won they have the better console <laughs> it's insane it's yeah great. it's great and the shit that they were talking about before it, it's it's crazy yeah it's crazy the way this generation shook uh shaked out and shook is not a word shook shook what was i gonna say shook 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 shooked out shook out but um yeah it's fascinating like this is like the equivalent of like that Fast and Furious scene mm-hmm. where he's like, "Yo, Ted, kiss my shoes." Kiss my shoes. He's like, "Kiss my." I'm not gonna be a three. What was the the race that they battled? Race wars. Race wars. <laughs> and, but was it? What did they call it? Something in the desert. He's like, I see you in the desert, Toretto. Something like that. That sounds know. about right. It's great. Um, but yeah, this, this is interesting, man. I'm I'm curious to see if you know what I bet you. I bet you they they'll do like a direct style thing mm-hmm. because because you got to think about like. Nintendo's smart. They they still participate in E3, mm-hmm. but they don't do the whole like thirty thousand fucking stands. Like, we're gonna do our shit on our own. 
twice a year or three times a year, whatever. Yeah. Whenever we want, basically. And it's we always just, a big deal. It's always a big deal, and all eyes are on them. So Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people are going to be learning from like Nintendo's way of doing shit. Yeah, man. And Nintendo's been doing some really cool, wacky shit lately, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting times. Interesting what happened times. to Labo? I think it's still around. Yeah? I think it's like still there. I don't think it's like... I thought Labo was going to change the world. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought yeah. mad stocks in Labo. <laughs> it's like, shit, man. That's why I'm so invested in Labo. Um, besides that, the uh, the Game of the game Awards nominations came out earlier this week. What do we um, and uh, so here, here's the lineup. So for Game of the Year, we've got um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Celeste, interesting. God of War, Marvel's Spider-Man, interesting. Monster Hunter World, interesting. And Red Dead Redemption Two, interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's like three that are definitely should be on here. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I thought you meant uh, that we're missing. No, no, three that are definitely on there. I think. Uh, I can make an argument for Monster Hunter World. I could probably make an argument for Assassin's Creed Odyssey too. <sighs> yeah, man. Celeste is another one that's weird. Celeste is really good though. It's good, but I don't. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's very niche though, right? Uh, I think it's, it's kind of niche. I guess. Yeah, you could say it's pretty. Like niche. these are all. All these other ones are more like triple A. Yeah, your mom knows about these games. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is the one the grandma's gonna buy you. Celeste wouldn't be on her her list. You know what I'm saying? Like on her radar at all. I it think seems very strange to me. Of these, mm-hmm. I think the strongest cases, in my opinion, are God of War, of course. Spider Man, mm-hmm. and maybe AZ Odyssey over Red Dead. Really? Yeah. So I think Red Dead's important and amazing and shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I also you don't think it's like a, a it should like I think that's what people are going to be looking for. I don't know. I, I think I think it's like I don't know if it'll win. I think to be honest, I think God of War just the way I haven't played God of War, but God of War is incredible. Just the way people talk about God of War. But also, I think that like I don't know of these games. Uh, to be honest with you. They're more accessible. If I'm if I'm talking about like lasting effects, mm-hmm. damn, this is tough. This is why I, I these awards shows are so fucking crazy. Because like, I think Celeste is is really important. Because Celeste has something to say. It's got mm. a heart. It, it, it the story is actually really beautiful, and it like, it's trying new things in some ways. Um, whereas these other games are like amazing feats of like you know game inter- interactive game, but like. I don't know. Like, is is Red Dead just kind of going to get the edge because it just came out and and the the, the hype is still kind of lingering? I don't in the know air? how they vote on these things, but um, I hope they take that into consideration, though. They definitely should. Uh, like Red Dead's going to have its time to win its awards. I think they're all doing really good shit. Yeah, but I think God of War, Red Dead, even Monster Hunter, that shit's like important as fuck. <laughs> yeah, Monster Hunter's so good. Um. But yeah, man. All right. So oh, and then and then there's like a ton of categories, so we'll only do a few of them. But yeah. best ongoing game, which I think is a kind of a really cool category: Destiny Two, Forsaken, Fortnite, No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and Rainbow Six Siege. Yo, in my opinion, I mean, it might go to Fortnite. It's definitely gonna go to Fortnite. But No Man's Sky should get serious consideration. They just came out with a new patch, right? <sighs> no Man's Sky got like new life. It became another game. It is with the latest update. I was gonna re-download it recently because. Of- this came out after I uh, lost my PS4. Really? Person driving past my... God damn. And it hits. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a bunch of like, there's a bunch of categories on here. I'm like, I'm not going to go into them because they're like, there are literally a lot of them. But um, just wanted to shout out 
Best VR game, Tetris Effect. Oh, best score, it's music. Be Come on. Best action game. Where's that? Black Ops Four, Dead Cells, Destiny Two, Far Cry Five, Mega Man Eleven. Far Cry Five. Yeah, I don't know about that one. That was a weird story. I liked it, but yeah, I don't know that that one definitely like was a little bit of a flash in the pan for me. Forsaken was really good. Yeah, this is there's so many categories. God Best damn. RPG. Ooh, you you beat Dragon Quest, right? No, no, I got like I got pretty far into it, and I mean not not super far, like maybe around I don't know somewhere between five to ten. It didn't hours. connect with you as much as Builders did, right? No way. I, I loved Builders, but that's like for my own personal selfish reasons. Right. I do want to go back to DQ Eleven, but I don't know when I'll get the chance to. That might be like a thing I get to eventually, like when it when it slow when it quiets down a lot, and I finish with like Red Dead and like I don't know other games on my on my plate right now. Mm-hmm. In our last story of the week, a uh, bit of a bummer and kind of a weird sort of mix of emotions, but Stan Lee passed away this week at 95, a legendary Marvel comics writer and, you know, editor, publisher. Uh, he had a really interesting legacy, obviously, like, was the co-creator of, like, Spider-Man and, like, Hulk. the Hulk, X-Men, F- Fantastic Four, Iron Man. Black Panther. Yeah, Daredevil, a lot of, like, really I- important. Like, even now. Even now. Even, like, these huge, important, like, you know, modern day myths, as I like to call them. I wonder if he had that vision in mind. Like, if he was like, yo, motherfuckers are going to love this shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he, he's obviously making comic books for kids. Right. And then it just turned into a culture thing. It's it got, cool, though, because, like... I was, like, I've been a comic book head of my whole life, and it's just, like, like, X-Men was the thing for me. Yeah. Like, that shit really got me... I used to buy the compendium and shit, like yeah, yeah. going to Fourth World when I was a kid and shit. Yeah, and it's interesting because like I, I call them modern day myths, but like that's what they are. Like they're like our modern day like Bible stories. Mm-hmm. They're like our modern day like Zeus and and you know Hercules stories, where like they're teaching us these stories, these really complicated, nuanced things, and and they sort of change with the times, right? So like there were some problematic things that still need changing in comics and. Uh, but they still teach us about like good versus evil and yeah, like, yeah. you know, how, how to be a hero and do the right thing. But they're also like, they can go into like really murky areas, little gray areas. But, and speaking of which, um, some of his legacy was a little problematic too. Like he, he had, he was accused of sexual, sexual misconduct by really? nurses that took care of him. Yeah, oh, wow. totally. Um, some really nasty things that were in there. He, he, there was a lawsuit with the former company that he, they used to work for or work with. Um, he was he had claimed that advisors had been preying on him uh like financially and yeah like this weird conspiracies and then also like unfortunately like i think uh, was it last year yeah it was only last year his wife died after a stroke so like you know he wasn't a perfect person i don't, I don't think anybody really yeah, is no but is, kind of a sad sad loss uh yeah but it's also like you know we celebrate him totally where we you know where we got our value from him you know he was a big part of our culture yeah man and like yo shout out to him rest easy word uh thanks for all the good shits man and all the really shitty ones too <laughs> yeah thanks for <laughs> iron fist man uh i don't know if he was a part of that but yeah he was, i was reading something when, when black panther was coming out the movie uh the the ape dude that was from the other tribe mbaku okay yeah yeah so like they had to like really completely change that character because it was like it was, it was his name was like ape nigga or some shit like <laughs> it was like something really fucked up God it was just damn. like he was basically like monkey like jeez yeah it was like 
<laughs> that shit always made me laugh, man. I was God like, damn, damn. yo, they was on some bullshit back Yeah, then. man. God damn. <laughs> a lot of those characters are fucked up. Problematic it's as like hell. She bitch. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck kind of character is this? Who named this? Who named this person? God damn. She's so sassy. <laughs> it's like, fuck. She doesn't know her place. <laughs> Take that, Spider Man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Excelsior. <laughs> Before we jump into the second half of the show, I just want to thank uh, you all, our sponsors and yes. listeners. Uh, first of all, shouting out our new and returning supporters, yes. Zuby, Sam, Sam, Trevor, Trevor. Oh my Shout God. Shout out to you guys. Man. Shout out to the three of you for you joining. You guys literally put crazy smiles on my face. Holy it's shit. insane. Stop doing it. <laughs> no, keep doing it. You know, I, but I like, I know, keep away. doing it, but like, yo, you guys do unbelievable thank you. thank you so much for donating and becoming a supporter of the show um you can do that too um by joining our or going to our anchor profile and hitting the little supporter button our show is 100 percent listener supported now thanks to anchor yeah so i mean just being a part of this you know new club basically just helps us keep the the little pot alive our little tip jar where we can then use those funds to maybe buy new equipment maybe yeah. do some other fun things with them but yeah and if you want to do that again just go to our anchor profile hit the supporter button and give us whatever you can whatever no pressure can. even a dollar goes a long way we really, really, really appreciate it all right jumping into questions for the week if you have any questions for us please feel free to send them to our email at questions at v-optional.com uh, or you can drop them into our discord channel or record us a voice message using the Anchor app on your phone uh, or your computer. Sam asks us, uh, we had this question recently, but I, I figure since I've been playing more Pokemon, uh, what's your favorite Pokemon? Uh, my favorite is, I have like a, kind of a tie. Um, I like uh, Lucario. Okay. He's like, a, he's like a, like a, he's basically Ryu. <laughs> <laughs> he throws a Duke. It's like, that shit is fucking cool. That's amazing. And there's this one clip of like the Japanese anime and uh red has a um it's like a seal pokemon i forgot what it's called fuck but it's like it looks like a little ferret okay it's like a seal whatever yeah and he's fighting lucario and it's one of the dopest but i gotta show you right now yeah, yeah it's really cool that's awesome um and i love playing him in super smash um i love that one and i like the uh greninja also okay cool he's awesome he's like a tree frog that's a ninja oh yeah that's a really good one <laughs> he's actually. really cool um yeah i'm i'm a sucker i still i still like my raichu i'm raichu's one of the, cool raichu's man. cool he's a little derpy but a little cool. derpy he's but a little I like fluffy him. yeah i like yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. though <laughs> but uh what sucks is it with the new let's go pikachu you can't evolve pikachu if he just stays there forever oh so he's they're really forever sticking too. it to like the ash bullshit yeah <laughs> oh, he doesn't want to change <laughs> pikachu ash's pikachu should be like level 3000 by now yeah. That shouldn't be the strongest Pokemon. That's of I all mean, time. that's Pokemon in a nutshell, though. Like you're, you just stick with one or two like Pokemon that just become extremely OP, especially Pikachu. Like he just destroys people, and I'm yeah. just like laughing at the screen, like, "Ha, you stupid <laughs> ass!" Challenge me. Um, <laughs> I also really like Onix. Onix is cool. He was one of my favorites back in the day. Yeah, I just like the way Do you like Steelix. His evolution. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He I can fucking cool. like Steelix. Can um, you run around with an Onix in the new game? That's cool. Is he like huge? I haven't done it yet. Oh, you but you could it. do it with any Pokemon. I, I was walking around with a fucking Metapod, and he's just dumbass, just hopping everywhere. <laughs> What's cool too is like when you're walking around in the game. I forgot to mention this earlier, but sometimes I'll be like, "Huh?" and they'll like walk over to something. And with Metapod, I think it was Metapod's case. 
I was in a forest where it was like super shady and like every once in a while you get like a little burst of sunlight coming through the trees. Oh, that's cool. And he was like, it was like, brink. He like walked, he hopped over to the sunlight and you walk over and you hit A and he's like, Metapod just wants to enjoy the sunlight for a second. And you're like, this is so that's cute. Cool. What the fuck? That's really neat. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, what the hell? Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> nice. Um, so uh, Bernard writes in, is it crazy that I won't buy another joystick, Xbox or PlayStation until they are USB-C? That's not crazy. I don't think that's a crazy thing. I think that's very practical. Yeah, because, like, these shits are... These should all be universal by now. For sure. Got a micro USB, mini USB. I got mad cables coming out of my console, like, area. It's like, it's God unbelievable. damn it. Yeah, the one thing I, li- I love about... The Switch. The Switch is... It's it's micro... Uh, I'm sorry, USB-C. USB-C. yeah. So, like, the Pro Controller, when I'm, like, when it's low, I take my... Because I have a MacBook Pro with a USB-C mm-hmm. charger... And I just take the MacBook charger and I plug it into my Pro Controller and it charges. I'm like, oh, that's great. And it charges super fucking fast, too. Hey, look, it's universal. <laughs> like, it should be. That's definitely not crazy at all. But not at all. Yeah, like, fuck that. I mean, I kind of want to get one of those, like, either Steel Series or, like, um, Scuff. Oh, yeah. Controllers. There's a new one that's coming out. It looks all cool. I was super hyped about Scuff, but then I've been hearing, like, mixed things about it over time. Yeah, there's a new one that's, like, out right now. Well, mm. it's coming out soon. They just had, like, a saw a video on it it's like all modular oh. it's really cool uh, i forgot the company i named but it looks really nice it's so weird there have been like three big ones so far i think like razor had one someone else had one some other company i forget their name but like n- like there isn't a good elite controller equivalent like to for playstation, for PlayStation yeah. and playstation controllers suck they, yo. they're terrible off, the, off rip like they're just bad the so triggers get squeaky they're plasticky like the the um the like the texture on the joysticks they just start to rip and like crumble and like it's just not a well-made controller yeah and it's a little too small on the hand so like i got a little bit longer fingers so it's like my i always rub (laughs) like i fuck up because i'm like trying to like you know yeah and the way i hold my thumbs like that it my front of my thumbs touch the touchpad sometimes oh fucks up my game i'll throw like a grenade in (laughs) certain games or pause yeah nowhere that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, Los writes in most refreshing slash surprising thing from this year in, in any form of entertainment. Hmm. Refreshing. You know, for me, it was um, one of them, and I definitely need more time to think about this. So this might be like maybe we'll talk about it maybe a little bit more yeah. next week too. But for me, it was definitely I'm blanking on the name. It's, that's that's how refreshing it was. Um. <laughs> It was a game I talked about. It was like Dark Souls. It was 2D. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Um, not Obsidian something. Oh, God. It had an O in it. I'm going to sure. talk amongst yourselves. Um, I'm thinking of mine. From any entertainment or just video games? Um, it's just from any... any uh, I don't know. I was like... I mean, people are hating on it now, but like, I remember... I was super hyped about Black Panther. I still think that movies were super important. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's like the greatest movie. I didn't think so at the time, but uh, I still think that's like dope for what it did mm. and what it, it c- continues to do. Um, that was like a really big moment. Um, in, Found uh, it. Comic book history. What's it called? Death's Gambit. Not a goddamn O in that. Death's <laughs> <laughs> Gambit. Goths. Um, that was a, a surprise and a half for me because I was like, oh, I'll play this game. Fine. Fuck it. What was it on? I loved it. I played it on PC. But it's also on PS4. Is it on Switch yet? 
Mm, I don't think it was because I think I would have bought it if it was on Switch. That Moonlighter was a nice surprise for me. These are mostly game related, but I guess in terms of other forms of media, um, I'm not sure. I I mean, I'm probably sure I've mentioned them on the show, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Got to think about that one. Yeah, let's come back to this. This is a good question. That's, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this back in the mailbag. Make a uh, list, a spreadsheet. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But there, there's been a lot of really good stuff this year. It's probably mostly my like feeling it's and shit. Yeah, word. Yeah. Same. I'm always like, like I right found now. This thing. I'm watching um, Netflix, and uh, they have a Lost in Space series on there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking good. Is it's it? It's a really cool take. I on, love Lost on in the, Space. I do too. Uh, but they've always been like super dry and stuff, you know. And they don't really flesh out the characters. So in this uh current iteration it's basically the robinson family but they are also other people that got lost in space oh like the motivation for them getting lost in space makes a lot more sense in this one they like make it make sense and not just like out yeah yeah exploring Oops. space yeah <laughs> no they were like literally running from the earth oh because of something so like mad people like thousands of people are on a spaceship and they get lost in space and so you see all these other characters after a while oh. that are, it's fucking dope. That's interesting. Yeah. It's like kind of like lost in that way where in, er, they give everybody a little background. Yeah. It's like, oh shit. That's interesting. Something's up. It's good though. It's really good. Um, I like the family. They do a little bit of, uh, I don't know. It's, it's good. Yeah. I'm a lot, a lot of out. twists and shit. That's awesome. It's really fun. Um, that was surprising to me. <laughs> <laughs> I got to think about this more. So I'm going to put this, I might put this one back on ice. Uh, let us know what, some of yours are. I'm very curious to hear what, what some people think. But anyway, jumping into feeling it. Feeling is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Yeah. Do you want to um, kick it off? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've been waiting for this for a while now. But uh, if anybody knows me, knows I like Anderson Pack, And uh, he just came out with his third album uh, called uh, Oxnard. Uh, I, I guess it's a place in L.A. I think um, it's where he's from. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Because all his albums so far have been places in L.A., uh, which is cool. California. I don't know if it's L.A. But I think, no, I don't think it's L.A. Malibu's not L.A.? Oh, Malibu, I think, is L.A. Venice? Yeah. Is that L.A.? I think so. Because his first album was Venice. Yeah. That's a really great album. I didn't discover yeah. him until Malibu, but same. Um, I went back and I listened to Venice, and I loved that yeah. sound. And they all sound so different. And this one, it sound, it's very, like, 70s-inspired. It's... It, I, as fucked up as this is going to sound, but it sounds like heroin. Like, it's oh, not, shit. like it's not, it has that, like, I don't know, that, um, like, super fly vibes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's fucking dope, man. Like, I really love it. It's a lot of rap on this one. Um, a lot of features on this one, too, which was really surprising because he's not, like, a super feature dude. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dr. Dre um, produced this one, uh, and it, it's great. The production's fucking amazing. I like that Kendrick song, the. Tint? Yeah, tense, tense, yeah tense, tense is good. That's been out for a little while. Yeah. Um, he has a song with Pusha T that's really fucking good. Uh, it's called uh, Brother's Keeper. Oh, yeah. He talks about like his brother yeah, and shit. Yeah, he talks about yeah, his brother. It's it crazy. Like, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. You know, it's, it's a short song, but it's like really cool. And the transitions are really dope. And he's got little skits on there that are a little bit funny. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's a really talented dude. Um, I'd suggest you check it out if you're not, oh, whoa. If you're not really into... Um, if you've never heard of him, yeah. Damn, I can't hear shit. Uh oh. Take it out. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm fucking digging it right now. Um, better fuck it up. Yeah, mine's is all fucked up. <laughs> it's it's that there it is. Yeah. Um, 
I'm I'm really fucking digging it, and I can't wait to listen to it some more. Like I've listened to it probably like three or four times. Nice. Yeah, I, I've only heard it once, and I, I definitely it's an album that I think you need to like listen to multiple times to really really get it because yeah. it, it's pretty like it's pretty complex on a, on a, on a on a because that's how he is. Like he plays a lot of instruments, and with like Dre producing it, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of weird sounds and weird things in there, and like it definitely benefits from multiple visits. Yeah, for sure. Like the first time around, I was like, okay. It's very different, not what I was expecting. Right. And then, like, the second time, I was, like, on the train to work, and I was like, oh, wow. I'm fucking digging this, Yeah. Man. There's a lot of, like, uh, tracks on there that I fucking love. This, there's a song called Six Summers on there, and, man, the drums on that song is just amazing. I'm like, damn, man. Dr. Dre is just <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah, and he, and he finds, like, really good talent, and he mm-hmm. knows how to, like, really cultivate it really well. Yeah. yeah, and he's just an amazing, like, He's musician. definitely one of my favorite artists. Like, yeah, he's great. Of, like late, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely want to listen to that more. I, I took a listen to it as soon as it dropped, and um, been meaning to go back and revisit it again because it definitely, like I said, just you gotta have to like spend some time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't, I didn't really have a feeling this week, but I, I guess I did see a Star Is Born earlier this earlier this week. Yeah, what you think? Um, I thought it was really good. I, I think it's that's probably my feeling for the week. I think if you if you, um, I've never seen any of the remakes. So I have no context for the movie. Wait, the, there's like four versions of this movie. Really? Yeah, I think this might I know be the nothing fourth about one. This movie. Yeah, I didn't know anything about it either. <laughs> I saw the trailer for it once. I was like, that looks dumb. Because <laughs> uh, I, I thought I just thought it was like a, a cheesy like love story what's thing. The, what's the premise? Of so the story? premise is uh, Bradley Cooper plays I forget his name, but he plays like a musician that like this rock star who's sort of like um, maybe towards like the middle to later maybe the later part of his career where he's been popular for a long time and he's got a huge fan base and he's kind of notorious for being like in an alcoholic and and but also like really talented and he kind of goes in also i was lucky enough to see a q a with bradley cooper afterwards because he he directed it okay and um so i got to hear a little bit about like the process behind like how he approached it because it's like it's a different take from what I understand the originals are, but I think the main plot, the main beats are there. So like the main plot points are there. Mm-hmm. And Bradley Cooper discovers uh, Lady Gaga's character at a bar somewhere or whatever. And then he falls in love with her and then they become like, he kind of like helps her become a musician or, or a better musician and whatever, whatever. So it's like a, like a really cool like love story, but also like incredible music in the movie. Like mm-hmm. Lady Gaga is like, first of all, it's been a while since I've like seen Lady Gaga. I feel like I love Lady Gaga. I love Lady Gaga. I watched her documentary. I haven't seen that. I'll be getting my mum 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 mum. Yeah, that that Lady Gaga. <laughs> I know, but I miss the whole like folk Americana music. Lady She's, Gaga. Her voice is insane. Unbelievable. Yeah. I, I miss the like the uh, Tony Bennett album. She did a. I, I never listened to any of those, yeah. but um, in this movie, she, she's just like you get to really see like the raw. Like uh, you have a really a, a real appreciation for like singer songwriters, mm-hmm. and the two and apparently Bradley Cooper sang like uh, all his stuff and really? yeah, it's really really incredible. They they shot things like in one take that they had to do in like four minutes because they were shooting at a music festival or whatever, and they had to get it live and like, get it right. So there's a lot of really cool. Also, Bradley Cooper like knocks it out of the park. He's so been, does he's been like killing it lately. Like he's phenomenal. It's <laughs> like in real life, like Bradley Cooper. Like shout out to Bradley Cooper. I love Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Um. But in real life, he's kind of like a dork. Like, he's kind of like a, you know, regular dude, right? Mm. But in this movie, like, you believe that he's, like, this weathered, like, badass, you know, prop, you know, uh, tragic rock star. It has it has a lot of, like, similarities to, like, The Wrestler. I don't know if you've ever seen The Wrestler yeah. with Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, yeah. Uh, or Mickey, Mickey Rourke. Rourke. <laughs> Mickey Rooney. <laughs> That's a whole different Mickey. Um, mm. But, yeah, with Mickey Rourke, it's like, it's like this weathered, 
uh, he had to take like steroids to like calm down like his muscles and his like clear his throat odor like his wow. his vocal cords and like he he, the, the, he has like a hearing issue where he's like he could lose his hearing and like a whole bunch of like different things that you don't think about with these musicians but like over time they develop these problems like with their bodies like their bodies can't take it anymore bro you gotta watch that Lady Gaga hey, I'm gonna watch uh, that uh, documentary yeah like, she is constantly in pain it's fucking oh hard God. some of those scenes are really hard to watch she's like crying cause her she's, her back is seized up and shit Oof. it's like yeah they're like they're like wrestlers dude they're like mm-hmm. boxers so um yeah it's it's really cool it's a, it's a really sad story but it's also like kind of a beautiful story and i think it's worth watching um and, and you know like it's, it's probably gonna get it's probably gonna win something just because i think it's like that cool it's also like really cool to, to see that it's like bradley cooper's like directorial debut and like for a movie like with lady gaga like if it's if it's about music like mm. It's unbelievable that she was even be able to be a part of it, and it's it's pretty cool. It's it's I think it's worth checking out if you if you ever get a chance to, even if it shows up on like Netflix a year from now. Like, give it a shot. It's really cool. Yeah, I heard it was very good. Yeah, word. That's cool. Um, all right, cool. So before we wrap up the show, how can the people find you online? Uh, you can find me at Cappy Can't Lose. That's C A P I C A N T L O S E on Twitter's and the Facebooks, not Facebook, Instagrams. There Which is go. owned by Facebook, so I was right either way, bitches. <laughs> I mean, you got it, sort of. Don't be laughing at me, bitch. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm Pauly Mayo, P-O-L-I-M as in Mary, A-Y-O, on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on either. I, I post pretty regularly now. Um, Did you know that Mary had a little lamb, fleeces by the snow? I don't know who that is. You don't remember that from uh, Sister Act 2? Oh, wow. Those guys used to make me cringe. Holy shit. <laughs> We've been talking about a lot of weird like <laughs> '90s shit lately, like the substitute. Oh my god, that was the funniest thing. I was reading all that with Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony, he was gonna cut that motherfucker. Damn, the substitute. He was, damn, he damn. was killing kids, wasn't he? Yeah, <laughs> he was shooting them in the fucking chest. Yeah, yeah that was wild. That shit was written by a fucking and now a, a Trump advisor. I swear 100%. to God, yeah. Jeez, Yo, the, the '90s and '80s were fucked up, man. Just kill everybody. Charles Bronson. Yeah, Charles Bronson is a fucked up. The what's it called? Charles. What was the movie called? Death Wish. Death Wish. Yeah, yeah Death Wish. Yeah, I'm oh, just gonna man. go through the hood <laughs> kill, and just kill black and brown people. Yeah, it's wild. It's problematic as with fuck. a fucking Magnum. It's like you kill my wife, I'm gonna kill the whole neighborhood. Like what? No, just and kill they, them. And they were like recently, like let's remake that with Bruce Willis. Yeah, Bruce Willis. <laughs> I don't even think that did anything. I, I, I don't think it did either. It went straight to fucking stars on demand. Fucking crackle. <laughs> straight to crackle. <laughs> holy shit uh anyway thank you for listening this week uh if you have any questions or comments send them over to questions at the-optional.com we yeah, would love to hear from you they've been oh so good God. lately so good uh please make sure to subscribe or on itunes google play stitcher anchor and spotify if you could take a minute to rate and review the show on itunes though that really does help us spread the word yeah. get on the other people's radars um, and if you want to be a supporter of the show, please check out our profile on Anchor and hit the little supporter button where you can donate to help us keep these lights on. Just give us whatever you can. Yeah. Our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. That's where you can find the show and share it with your friends. As always, we can be reached on Facebook at facebook.com slash theoptionalnyc and Twitter at theoptionalnyc. Our show's music, our intro music, and uh, yeah, our intro outro music is made by uh, Levi Pack. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. Right. So... Until next time, everybody. Peace. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Eat food.
be with your family. Yes. Fucking be safe. Yes. Buy some fucking weird shit. Get some slick deals. Yeah, get some slick deals. Make sure they're deals. Yeah, don't be getting the shitty doorbuster made for Black Friday yeah. TVs. Get the slick deals. Yeah, slick deals. Dick's deals? <laughs>